0: Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and
1: grace. God loves you. God wants to bless you and prosper you, but you have to respond in faith. I was able to take that, believing it, and move ahead and operate in giving, believing for harvest and getting harvest every time. Once I did that, I made more money than ever.
0: And now, here's Andrew.
1: WELCOME TO OUR TUESDAY'S BROADCAST OF THE GOSPEL TRUTH. TODAY, I'M CONTINUING A SERIES THAT I JUST STARTED YESTERDAY, AND I'M TALKING ABOUT FINANCIAL STEWARDSHIP. YOU KNOW, MOST PEOPLE WILL TALK ABOUT PROSPERITY, FINANCIAL PROSPERITY OR SOMETHING. I'VE INTENTIONALLY ENTITLED THIS STEWARDSHIP. I HAVE A BOOK ON THIS, STUDY GUIDE, DVDs, CDs. I'VE GOT IT IN SPANISH, AND WE ALSO HAVE A DVD THAT HAS SIX TESTIMONIES OF PEOPLE ON HERE WHO HAVE SEEN PROSPERITY COME THROUGH DOING IT GOD'S WAY. AND ON MY PROGRAM YESTERDAY, WHAT I WAS DOING WAS SAYING THAT TO ME, THE VERY FIRST STEP IN RECEIVING PROSPERITY GOD'S WAY IS TO RECOGNIZE THAT WE ARE A STEWARD. THAT MEANS THAT IT IS NOT OUR MONEY. WE ARE MANAGING THE MONEY THAT GOD GIVES US. And did you know very few people see it that way? Even Christians, very, very, very few Christians see that their resources are God's. They look at it as this is my money. I earned this. I will do what I want to do with it. And I tell you, if that's the attitude that you have, well, then when you get into a problem, it's up to you to solve it. It's up to you to earn it. It's up. All of the pressure comes upon you. But if you could start seeing yourself as a steward of God's resources, it's God that gave you your health. It's God that gave you your talents. It's God that has caused us to be birthed at the most prosperous time in the history of the world. We have opportunities, and with the freedoms of, you know, uh, republics, democracies, and things like this, we have freedoms to prosper and to do things that previous generations have never had. WHETHER YOU REALIZE IT OR NOT, GOD IS YOUR SOURCE. GOD IS THE ONE WHO GIVES YOU PROSPERITY. AND THE FIRST STEP IN PROSPERING GOD'S WAY, LIKE IT SAYS OVER IN THE BOOK OF PROVERBS, WHERE THE BLESSING OF THE LORD, IT MAKES RICH AND HE ADDS NO SORROW WITH IT. IF YOU ARE GONNA PROSPER THE WAY THAT THE WORLD PROSPERS THROUGH ALL OF YOUR TOIL AND EFFORT AND THROUGH YOU STABBING OTHER PEOPLE IN THE BACK AND PROMOTING YOURSELF AND TAKING ADVANTAGE OF OTHER PEOPLE and possibly lying and stealing and manipulating. If you're going to do all of that stuff, you can prosper. But there's consequences. You might wind up in a jail cell. You're going to wind up with heart problems and health problems because you're under so much stress. There's just a lot of sorrow that comes with it when all of the responsibility is on your back. But when you prosper God's way, He will make you rich, and He will add no sorrow with it. So how do you get into God's system of prosperity? I'm going to be teaching on this, and I've got a lot of things to say, but I believe it begins with you recognizing God is your source. God is the one who prospers you. And I'm telling you, most people don't think about prosperity this way. Most people, they are scheming. They are conniving. They are looking for things that they can do. And I'm not saying that you don't cooperate with God. YOU'VE GOT TO DO WHAT GOD LEADS YOU TO DO, AND I'M GOING TO BE uh, SHARING A LOT OF THESE THINGS, BUT YOU NEED TO GET THE MINDSET. IT'S A, IT'S A PHILOSOPHY, IT'S A PARADIGM, IT'S A WAY OF LOOKING AT THINGS TO SAY, GOD, YOU'RE MY SOURCE. GOD, YOU'RE, YOU'RE THE ONE WHO'S GIVEN ME EVERYTHING THAT I'VE GOT. HOW DO YOU WANT ME TO PROSPER? HOW DO YOU WANT ME TO MANAGE THE MONEY THAT YOU'VE GIVEN ME? AND DID YOU KNOW WHEN YOU GET THAT ATTITUDE, THE BIBLE SAYS, THAT THE EYES OF THE LORD RUN TO AND fro THROUGHOUT THE WHOLE EARTH, SEEKING TO SHOW HIMSELF STRONG IN BEHALF OF THOSE WHO ARE PERFECT IN HIS SIGHT. AND PERFECT THERE DOESN'T MEAN THAT YOU NEVER SIN OR YOU NEVER MAKE A MISTAKE. GOD HADN'T GOT ANYBODY WHO DOES THOSE THINGS. ALL OF US HAVE FALLEN. ALL OF US MAKE MISTAKES. BUT WHEN YOU GET THE ATTITUDE THAT GOD, I'M HERE FOR YOU, I WANT TO GLORIFY YOU, I WANT TO USE THE RESOURCES THAT YOU'VE GIVEN ME TO ACCOMPLISH YOUR WILL HERE ON THIS EARTH. DEUTERONOMY CHAPTER 8, VERSE 18 SAYS, YOU SHALL REMEMBER THE LORD YOUR GOD, FOR IT IS HE THAT GIVES YOU POWER TO GET WEALTH, THAT HE MIGHT ESTABLISH HIS COVENANT AS HE SWEAR UNTO YOUR FATHERS AS IT IS THIS DAY. GOD GAVE YOU POWER TO GET WEALTH. HE DOESN'T GIVE YOU WEALTH SPECIFICALLY, BUT HE GAVE YOU THE POWER, THE ANOINTING, THE ABILITIES, ALL OF YOUR TALENTS GOD IS THE SOURCE OF THIS, AND WHY DID HE DO THIS? HE GAVE YOU THIS POWER SO THAT HE COULD ESTABLISH HIS COVENANT. GOD HAS A PURPOSE FOR YOUR LIFE, AND IT'S NOT FOR YOU TO JUST GET ALL YOU CAN, THEN CAN ALL YOU GET, AND THEN YOU SIT ON YOUR CAN AND TAKE CARE OF YOURSELF THE REST OF YOUR LIFE. SAD TO SAY, THAT IS THE DREAM OF MOST PEOPLE, AND THEY JUST LOOK AT FINANCES ALL ABOUT THEM TO GET A BIGGER HOUSE, A BIGGER CAR, AND AGAIN, GOD IS CERTAINLY NOT AGAINST ALL OF THOSE THINGS. GOD IS EL Shaddai AND NOT EL CHIPO. HE DOESN'T MIND YOU HAVING NICE THINGS. GOD WANTS TO BLESS YOU. I ACTUALLY HAD A MAN ONE TIME WHO I WAS TALKING TO HIM ABOUT, HE HAD BLESSED ME SO MUCH, HE HAD BOUGHT ME CARS, HE HAD BOUGHT ME SUITS. AND I SAID, I'M EMBARRASSED. AND HE SAID, YOU KNOW WHAT, IF YOU AREN'T EMBARRASSED AT THE LEVEL OF PROSPERITY YOU LIVE IN, THEN YOU HAVEN'T TAPPED INTO GOD'S SYSTEM. AND AT FIRST, I WAS SHOCKED, LIKE, NO, BECAUSE, SEE, I WAS TAUGHT THAT GOD WOULD WANT YOU TO BE POOR, GOD WANTS YOU TO JUST BARELY GET BY, AND THINGS LIKE THIS. HE WAS SAYING THAT THERE WAS AN ABUNDANCE, AND THEN HE BEGAN TO START TELLING ME HOW THAT GOD PAVES HIS STREETS WITH GOLD IN HEAVEN. GOD MAKES HIS FOUNDATIONS OUT OF PEARLS, AND THAT GOD DOES NOT MIND BLESSING YOU, AND THAT IF YOU REALLY BEGIN TO TAP IN the God SYSTEM, GOD WILL PROSPER YOU AND BLESS YOU MORE THAN WHAT YOU COULD DO ON YOUR OWN. YOU KNOW, I'M AN EXAMPLE OF THIS, THAT WHEN, MANY YEARS AGO, I THINK IT WAS IN 1988 THAT I MOVED INTO THE HOUSE THAT I LIVE IN RIGHT NOW. AND AT THAT TIME, MAN, JAMIE AND I WERE STRUGGLING FINANCIALLY, WE DIDN'T HAVE VERY MUCH MONEY. I HAD A VA LOAN WHERE I COULD HAVE A ZERO DOWN LOAN AND, UM, If it hadn't have been for that zero down, I wouldn't have been able to get anything. But even with that, I only qualified for about $60,000. I just did not, I was not in a good place financially. And so I was going to go get a mobile home and stick it on this property that we had bought. Not because I wanted a mobile home, but that's all that we could afford. And that's what I was going to do. But you know what? As i talked about this, and I was mentioning it at church to... Uh, guy and he says, you don't want a mobile home. And I said, that's not what I want but I said, that's just where I am at the moment that's what I can afford. He says look, he says, I'm a contractor I'll build you a house for $60,000 and I don't know exactly how much he saved me. It was probably worth about 120000 when I built it. But this is back in the 1980s but uh, nonetheless, it just cost me $60,000. I paid him $3,000 as contractor. So a total of $63,000 for this house, it was probably worth one hundred and twenty or more thousand dollars then. And God just began to bless me more than what I could produce on my own because God was my source because I was trusting God. God has blessed me. And I mean, I just have the blessing of God coming upon me. YOU NEED TO GET THIS ATTITUDE OF BEING A STEWARD. AND WHEN YOU DO THAT, GOD WILL PROSPER YOU. HE WILL, HE WILL BLESS YOU SO MUCH THAT IT'LL BE EMBARRASSING TO SEE ALL OF THE PROSPERITY WHEN YOU ARE OPERATING IN GOD'S SYSTEM. SO I'M NOT TALKING ABOUT YOU JUST BARELY GETTING BY, BUT I'M SAYING THAT YOU DON'T DO THINGS JUST FOR YOURSELF. YOU DO IT IN RESPONSE TO GOD. GOD, YOU'RE THE ONE THAT GAVE ME MY LIFE. YOU'RE THE ONE THAT GAVE ME MY TALENTS. You gave me my abilities. What do you want me to do with it? And and it takes money to live, to accomplish whatever it is that God leads you to do. And God, the responsibility is upon you. Let me use an example here in Scripture. This is what uh, God did with um, Abram. It says in Genesis chapter twelve, verse one: It says, "Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house into a land." THAT I WILL SHOW THEE. NOW, I COULD SPEND A LOT MORE TIME ON THIS, BUT, YOU KNOW, THIS IS COMPARABLE TO US. GOD IS SAYING, YOU you KNOW, LEAVE YOUR FAMILY BUSINESS, LEAVE YOUR FAMILY HOME, LEAVE ALL OF YOUR FRIENDS, LEAVE EVERYTHING THAT YOU'VE EVER DONE, AND COME OUT AND FOLLOW ME, AND I'M GOING TO GIVE YOU A LAND THAT YOU WILL INHERIT LATER. OF COURSE, WE KNOW THROUGH THE SCRIPTURES THAT ABRAHAM NEVER DID SEE THIS HAPPEN FULLY IN HIS LIFETIME, BUT HE LAID THE FOUNDATION and, of course, he became the father of the nation of Israel. And, you know, the whole Bible is replete with the history of Israel and all of God's blessing. And it began by a man just basically following God and, and forsaking conventional wisdom. Most people would tell you that you've got to stay there and inherit the family business. you gotta, you got to leverage what your parents have been able to do, and you take that and you start there. But you, you just leave it all. You know, back when I was first getting started in ministry, I had already felt the call of God on my life, and I had just been in uh, the service in Vietnam, and when I came out, I was working a job in the school system, and I was actually taking uh, reel-to-reel movies and stuff like this, and I delivered them and edited them and did things like this. And anyway, I was working in this school system. I was a college dropout because God had told me THAT HE HAD SOMETHING DIFFERENT FOR ME, AND SO I DROPPED OUT OF COLLEGE. I WAS, I HAD NO ABILITY. I HAD NO TALENTS. I HAD NOTHING GOING FOR ME, AND I WAS WORKING IN THIS SCHOOL SYSTEM WITH THESE uh, MOVIES AND STUFF, AND DELIVERING AND EDITING AND STORING THEM. AND ANYWAY, the, THE GUY WHO WAS MY BOSS LIKED ME AND CAME TO ME AND OFFERED ME A PROMOTION WHERE I WOULD BE OVER THIS ENTIRE DEPARTMENT. I WOULD HAVE a guaranteed salary. He even talked about retirement. And at this time, I was like 20 years old, 21 years old. And he was giving me a job and all of these opportunities and stuff. And you know what? As I pray, he he wanted a commitment of at least five years. And God had already told me that I was going to be ministering the gospel. And that's what was in my heart. And so I had to turn him down. And I left it all. And I walked away from it. AND DID YOU KNOW THAT MY FAMILY, uh, ALL OF THE PEOPLE WHO KNEW ME THOUGHT THAT THIS IS THE STUPIDEST THING YOU'VE EVER DONE. MAN, FOR A GUY WHO'S A COLLEGE DROPOUT, YOU'VE BEEN GIVEN AN OPPORTUNITY HERE. BUT I LOOK BACK AT THAT NOW AND THINK, THANK GOD THAT I DIDN'T JUST SETTLE AT THAT LEVEL, BUT I LEFT IT ALL AND JUST BEGAN TO START FOLLOWING GOD. AND GOD HAS BLESSED ME SO MANY TIMES GREATER THAN WHAT I EVER COULD HAVE GOT THROUGH THAT JOB WITH THE SCHOOL SYSTEM. YOU KNOW, IN A SENSE, THIS IS WHAT ABRAHAM DID RIGHT HERE. GOD TOLD HIM TO LEAVE HIS HOME, TO LEAVE HIS FAMILY, TO LEAVE EVERYTHING THAT HE HAD AND JUST GO OUT AND TRUST HIM. YOU KNOW WHAT HE WAS DOING? ABRAHAM WAS MAKING GOD HIS SOURCE. HE WAS OBEYING GOD. YOU KNOW, RIGHT NOW, I JUST HAVE A QUICKENING IN MY SPIRIT THAT I'M SPEAKING TO SOME PEOPLE RIGHT NOW THAT YOU'RE IN A SITUATION THAT BECAUSE OF FINANCES, BECAUSE OF THE RESTRAINT OF FINANCES, YOU ARE WORKING A JOB THAT YOU HATE. IT IS NOT WHAT YOU FEEL IN YOUR HEART. THIS IS NOT WHAT YOU WANT TO BE DOING THE REST OF YOUR LIFE, BUT YOU ARE JUST, YOU ARE BEING DICTATED TO AND CONTROLLED BY YOUR FINANCIAL NEEDS, AND YOU AREN'T DOING WHAT YOU REALLY FEEL GOD WANTS YOU TO DO IN YOUR HEART. AND GOD IS JUST SPEAKING THROUGH ME RIGHT NOW TO CHALLENGE SOME OF YOU THAT YOU KNOW WHAT, YOU NEED TO STEP OUT. You need to do what Abraham did. You need to do what I did. You need to just say, you know, I'm not against anybody else. I'm not mad at anybody, but I just know that there's something more, and you need to go for it. And you need to make God your source, and you need to trust God. And it may be against conventional wisdom. It may be against the advice of everybody around you, but you know that there's something more. I'm telling you, life is too short. FOR YOU TO BE JUST GOING AND WORKING A JOB THAT YOU HATE AND NOT DOING WHAT YOU FEEL IS IN YOUR HEART. YOU NEED TO TRUST GOD. YOU NEED TO MAKE GOD YOUR SOURCE. YOU NEED TO GET OUT ON A LIMB. THAT'S WHERE THE FRUIT GROWS. AND YET, MOST PEOPLE ARE TRUNK-HUGGERS AND THEY WANT THE STABILITY, THE SECURITY OF THAT TRUNK. THEY DON'T WANT TO GET OUT THERE ON A LIMB WHERE THEY'RE BLOWING IN THE BREEZE, AMEN, AND, AND, YOU KNOW, IT'S RISKY, BUT, Living for God is risky living, but man, it pays off. You know, I could have had this job. I don't even remember now what this guy offered me, but it was, it was piddling compared to what I have now, what God has done in my life. And I'm speaking to some of you right now that God is just telling you that you need to step out and make God your source. You need to trust God and do what God has placed in your heart NOW THERE MAY BE WISDOM, MAYBE YOU DON'T DO IT COLD TURKEY, MAYBE YOU HEAD IN THAT DIRECTION, MAYBE YOU START MOVING THERE GRADUALLY. I DON'T KNOW ALL OF THE DETAILS, BUT I KNOW THAT GOD IS SPEAKING TO SOME PEOPLE RIGHT NOW THAT YOU KNOW WHAT, YOU NEED TO DO WHAT ABRAHAM DID AND JUST LEAVE YOUR KINDRED, LEAVE YOUR COUNTRY, LEAVE EVERYTHING AND DO WHAT GOD HAS PUT IN YOUR HEART. AND THE LORD WENT ON TO SAY, AND I WILL MAKE OF THEE A GREAT NATION, I WILL BLESS THEE AND MAKE THY NAME GREAT AND THOU SHALT BE A BLESSING. NOTICE THAT GOD SAYS, I'M GONNA DO THIS. NOW, ABRAHAM HAD TO COOPERATE, BUT DID YOU KNOW WHAT? ABRAHAM IS NOT THE GREATEST EXAMPLE OF A BUSINESSMAN OR A PERSON WHO JUST FOLLOWED GOD PERFECTLY. IN THIS VERY CHAPTER, ABRAHAM LEFT AND STARTED OBEYING GOD, BUT THEN THERE WAS A DROUGHT, SO HE WENT DOWN INTO EGYPT, AND WHEN HE GOT TO EGYPT, HIS WIFE AT THIS TIME, HE WAS 75 YEARS OLD, AND HE WAS 9 YEARS OLDER THAN HIS WIFE. SO THAT MEANS THAT HIS WIFE WAS 66 YEARS OLD, AND WHEN THEY WENT DOWN INTO EGYPT, SHE WAS SUCH A BEAUTIFUL WOMAN THAT ABRAHAM WAS AFRAID THAT PEOPLE WERE GOING TO KILL HIM TO BE ABLE TO TAKE HIS WIFE, SARAH, FROM HIM. SO HE SAYS, TELL THEM YOU'RE MY SISTER, WHICH WAS A HALF TRUTH. SHE WAS A HALF SISTER, BUT SHE WAS HIS WIFE. AND ABRAHAM SAYS, TELL him YOU'RE JUST MY SISTER. SO PHARAOH SAW HER AND SHE WAS SO BEAUTIFUL, HE TOOK SARAH INTO HIS OWN HAREM. ABRAHAM DID NOT DO THE RIGHT THING. SOMETIMES BECAUSE IT'S IN SCRIPTURE, PEOPLE THINK, WELL, THIS MUST HAVE BEEN GOD'S WILL. HE WAS THE MAN OF GOD. BUT MAN, THIS IS A MISTAKE ON HIS PART. YOU KNOW, IF I WENT TO ANOTHER COUNTRY, AND IF I HAD MY WIFE WITH ME, AND IF I WENT TO, SAY, ONE OF THESE ARAB COUNTRIES AND and THEY SAW MY WIFE AND THEY WANTED HER, AND I JUST SAID, HEY, HELP YOURSELF. I'VE NEVER SEEN THIS WOMAN BEFORE. I GUARANTEE YOU, THAT'S WRONG. THAT IS WRONG. THAT'S SIN. ABRAHAM WAS IN SIN, AND YET, GOD SAID, I WILL BLESS THOSE WHO BLESS YOU, AND I WILL CURSE THOSE WHO CURSE YOU. EVEN THOUGH ABRAHAM WAS THE ONE WHO WAS WRONG, AND PHARAOH, IN THIS SITUATION, WAS IN THE right, WHO GOT REBUKED? NOT ABRAHAM, BECAUSE he, it, GOD DEALS WITH US BASED ON COVENANTS. ABRAHAM WAS TRUSTING GOD. HE HAD STARTED BELIEVING GOD. HE WASN'T DOING IT PERFECTLY. HE WAS FEARFUL ABOUT HIS WIFE. HE DIDN'T uh, STAND UP AND DEFEND HIS WIFE THE WAY THAT HE SHOULD HAVE, AND YET GOD REBUKED PHARAOH AND NOT ABRAHAM. AND BECAUSE OF THIS, PHARAOH d- MADE HIM DEPART FROM EGYPT AND GAVE HIM uh, SLAVES. He gave him gifts of many slaves. He gave him cattle. He gave him flocks. He gave him herds. And Abraham began to prosper. And it wasn't because of his shrewd dealings. It wasn't because he did everything right. It was because God was his source. Did you know I can truthfully say that I have not done everything right? And yet God has prospered me. God has blessed me, blessed our ministry, blessed us personally. And it's not because I'm the sharpest knife in the drawer, but it's because I have believed God. I've made God my source. I'm trusting God. I'm following God. I'm not doing it perfectly, and yet God is blessing me. This is what you've got to do. You've got to get this attitude of a steward. God, what do you want me to do? This life is a gift from you. My talents and abilities are a gift from you. What do you want me to do? AND WHEN YOU START LOOKING AT THINGS THAT WAY AND TAKE EVERYTHING THAT GOD HAS GIVEN YOU AND YOU SEE GOD AS YOUR SOURCE, IT JUST PUTS YOU IN A DIFFERENT CATEGORY THAN OTHER PEOPLE. YOU KNOW, IN THE NEXT CHAPTER, ABRAHAM BY THIS TIME HAD BEGUN TO PROSPER SO MUCH THAT HE AND HIS NEPHEW, LOT, WEREN'T ABLE TO LIVE TOGETHER ANYMORE BECAUSE THEIR HERDS WERE SO NUMEROUS THAT THEY WERE OVER GRAZING THE LAND. AND SO ABRAHAM CAME TO LOT, AND SAID, YOU KNOW, WE'VE GOT TO SEPARATE. HERE'S THE WHOLE LAND IN FRONT OF US. YOU PICK WHICHEVER WAY YOU WANT TO GO, AND I'LL GO THE OTHER DIRECTION. AND THEY WERE STANDING IN A PLACE DOWN AROUND HEBRON, AND AT THAT TIME IT SAYS THAT THE LAND OF SODOM AND Gomorrah WAS LIKE THE GARDEN OF EDEN. IT WAS WELL WATERED BEFORE THE LORD DESTROYED IT, AND IT WAS JUST BEAUTIFUL PASTURE LAND. AND WHERE THEY'VE BEEN, I'VE BEEN OVER THERE AROUND HEBRON, DOWN IN THAT AREA, AND IT'S SEMI-DESERT. You can literally walk two or three steps in between blades of grass. Now, this may not mean much to you, but in those days, these people, they were getting their livelihood from their flocks and from their herds. They weren't farmers as such. They were ranchers, and they were grazing animals. You know, I've had horses most of my life, and I guarantee you when I have bought a place, this is one of the things that I looked for, is where was the well-watered place? Where is the good pasture land? AND SO FOR ABRAHAM IN THIS 13TH CHAPTER TO TELL LOT THAT, YOU KNOW, THE WHOLE LAND'S IN FRONT OF US, YOU JUST PICK WHICH WAY YOU WANT TO GO. DOWN HERE AROUND THE DEAD SEA, AT THAT TIME IT WAS LUSH, IT'S WELL WATERED. HE SAYS, IF YOU WANT TO GO THAT WAY, YOU PICK THAT AND I'LL HEAD TOWARDS THE Mm -hmm. DESERT. NOW THAT MAY SEEM INSIGNIFICANT TO YOU, BUT YOU KNOW WHAT THIS MEANS? THIS MEANS THAT ABRAHAM WAS SEEING GOD AS HIS SOURCE. He wasn't just looking at things in the natural. This would be comparable, say, to a person that you're a salesman, and let's say that you're selling shoes or something like this. And do you want to go to the affluent area where people have extra money so that they can spend it on things like a very fancy pair of shoes, or do you want to go over here to a place where people are very poor? Most people would, man, you've got to, DO WHATEVER, YOU WOULD STAB A PERSON IN THE BACK TO BE ABLE TO GET THE BETTER TERRITORY, THE BETTER JOB IN ALL OF THIS. ABRAHAM WAS JUST SAYING, LOOK, I'LL TAKE THE... YOU TAKE WHICHEVER YOU WANT AND LEAVE ME THE LEFTOVERS, AND I'LL PROSPER MORE THAN YOU, BECAUSE GOD IS MY SOURCE. I DON'T KNOW IF YOU'VE UNDERSTOOD WHAT I'VE SAID, BUT THIS IS REALLY SIGNIFICANT. IN THE 13TH CHAPTER OF GENESIS, ABRAHAM IS SHOWING THAT HIS TRUST WAS IN THE LORD, AND NOT JUST IN HIS GREAT WISDOM AND HIS ABILITY. HE HAD MADE GOD HIS SOURCE. HE RECOGNIZED THAT GOD WAS THE ONE WHO WAS PROSPERING HIM, AND BECAUSE OF THAT, HE SAYS, YOU GO WHICHEVER WAY YOU WANT, AND I'LL TAKE THE LEFTOVERS. I'LL TAKE THE barren LAND. AND THAT'S EXACTLY WHAT LOT CHOSE TO DO. AND YOU KNOW WHO WOUND UP PROSPERING? ABRAHAM ACTUALLY HAD TO GO AND DELIVER LOT, HIS NEPHEW, WHEN THEY WERE TAKEN CAPTIVE BY THESE OTHER KINGS. AND ABRAHAM IS THE ONE THAT'S PROSPERED. TODAY YOU, YOU HEAR ABOUT LOT AND YOU IMMEDIATELY THINK THE DESTRUCTION OF SODOM AND Gomorrah, AND LOT LOSING HIS DAUGHTERS AND LOT LOSING HIS WIFE AND ALL OF THE TRAGEDY THAT CAME TO HIM AND YOU LOOK AT ABRAHAM AND YOU JUST SEE THE BLESSING OF GOD CONTINUING TO WORK IN HIS LIFE. AND IT'S BECAUSE HE SAW GOD AS HIS SOURCE. SEE, THAT'S WHAT I'M TALKING ABOUT. THE WAY I'M INTRODUCING THIS TEACHING ON PROSPERITY IS TO TALK ABOUT FINANCIAL STEWARDSHIP. YOU NEED TO SEE YOURSELF AS A STEWARD, NOT AN OWNER. YOU NEED TO SEE GOD AS YOUR SOURCE, NOT YOURSELF AS YOUR SOURCE. YOU NEED TO DEPEND UPON GOD AND NOT YOURSELF. AND THERE'S A BALANCE HERE. YES, YOU HAVE TO WORK. YES, YOU HAVE TO DO THINGS. YOU AREN'T GOING TO JUST LAY ON THE COUCH AND HAVE GOD DROP MONEY OUT OF THE SKY, AND THAT'S NOT THE WAY THAT YOU PROSPER IN GOD'S ECONOMY. THERE'S MANY SCRIPTURES THAT TALK ABOUT YOU SETTING YOUR HAND UNTO THINGS. GOD WOULD BLESS THE WORK OF YOUR HANDS. AND SO, YES, YOU HAVE TO DO THINGS, BUT YOU DO IT IN RESPONSE TO GOD, NOT DOING THINGS AND THEN ASK GOD TO RESPOND TO YOU. THAT'S A BIG STATEMENT RIGHT THERE. AND I KNOW THAT GOD IS SPEAKING TO MANY PEOPLE RIGHT NOW THAT TRULY, YOU ARE THE SOURCE OF YOUR PROSPERITY. THE BURDEN IS UPON YOU, AND THAT'S WHY YOU CAN'T SLEEP AT NIGHT, AND THAT'S WHY YOU'RE WORRIED, AND THAT'S WHY YOU'RE STRESSED OUT AND WONDERING ABOUT WHAT AM I GOING TO DO. YOU NEED TO MAKE GOD YOUR SOURCE. YOU NEED TO START SEEING YOURSELF AS A STEWARD INSTEAD OF AN OWNER SO THAT YOU CAN CAST IT OVER ON THE LORD AND SAY, GOD, I'M FOLLOWING YOU. I'M DOING WHAT YOU TOLD ME TO DO. THIS IS YOUR PROBLEM. WHAT ARE YOU GOING TO DO? HOW DO YOU WANT ME TO RESPOND? GOD, THE BURDEN IS UPON YOU. I TELL YOU, THAT'S A GREAT WAY TO LIVE. AND I'VE GOT A LOT MORE TO SHARE ABOUT THIS. MAN, IT SEEMS LIKE TIME IS GOING QUICKLY. BUT I'M GOING TO SHOW YOU SOME THINGS HERE ABOUT ABRAHAM THAT ARE JUST AMAZING. AND THE SAME THING APPLIES TO US. IF YOU CAN BEGIN TO SEE YOURSELF AS A STEWARD INSTEAD OF AN OWNER. AGAIN, WE'VE GOT THIS BOOK ENTITLED FINANCIAL STEWARDSHIP. SO I'VE GOT THIS BOOK, AND THEN I'VE ALSO GOT A STUDY GUIDE THAT IS THE SAME MATERIAL REFORMATTED SO YOU CAN TRAIN OTHER PEOPLE AND DO IT THROUGH A BIBLE STUDY, SUNDAY SCHOOL CLASS. WE'VE GOT CD'S AND DVD'S ON FINANCIAL STEWARDSHIP. I'VE EVEN GOT A DVD THAT HAS TESTIMONIES OF OTHER PEOPLE'S FINANCIAL BREAKTHROUGHS. OUR ANNOUNCER WILL GIVE YOU ALL THIS INFORMATION, AND PLEASE CALL OR WRITE AND RECEIVE THESE MATERIALS TODAY. To me, I mean, to partner with Andrew Womack Ministries is just getting these truths out there. You want to put your money and your resources and your effort where other people of like mind want to put theirs.
0: If it can change other people's lives, like it's changed my life, then I would be just selfish to not give back into and to share this to the rest
1: of the world. Jamie and I are here just to thank you so much for being partners with us. I tell you, we are reaching around the world. I remember when Jamie and I were it. I would run the sound while she was doing the praise and worship and then she'd come back and run the sound while I was preaching. We did it all ourselves. Now we have so many people helping us and it couldn't happen without you. It's very true. We're very thankful for our partners and what they're doing and you're going around the world too and everything that this ministry does. Amen, so we just wanted to say a special thank you and uh, we love you and every good thing that is happening through this ministry, you're gonna share in every one of those rewards. So God bless you, thank you for being a partner with us.
0: Andrew's complete teaching titled Financial Stewardship is available in either a CD or DVD album or as a book or companion study guide Also available is the Financial Breakthroughs DVD, which includes six true stories of people that experience the freedom of turning their finances over to God. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount. Or you can get the Financial Stewardship Package. This package includes the book, study guide, and your choice of either the CD or DVD album as well as the Financial Breakthroughs DVD. This package has a catalog value of $115, but you can get it today for only $80. Also, Andrew would like to make available his redesigned Living Commentary Bible software. Download your copy of Andrew's Living Commentary and start studying through the Bible with Andrew today. The Living Commentary is available for both Mac and PC for a gift of only $120, exclusively as a download at awmi.net. The individual topic highlighted on today's broadcast is available as an audio CD for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. You can order resources or become a Grace Partner through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen.
1: Before you even have a need, God has already supplied your need.
0: I know that all day long people are being blessed here and their lives are being changed.
1: If there's anything you want to know about anything, then Jesus is the one. Folks, the moment you get saved, you ought to show the world what Jesus has done for you. I'm just enjoying being fed by people that have walked places that I haven't
0: walked. If you lay foundations in people's lives, they will get a hold of grace.
1: Because you can't be a pastor and do what a pastor does without grace. I feel
0: like this is an opportunity at the Ministers Conference for ministers to receive the ministry that we need. You're going to speak to the mountain, and it's going to move. But first, you've got to have faith in God. It's time for us to rediscover the full power of the Holy Spirit.